Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, joy is our superpower. Always takes us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny stories, segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what brings you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all, so share your smile and let's stand tall. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny champagne, there is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a special episode 16 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. I'm your host, Sade Champagne, and this is a brand new radio show that I've created, directed, and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM. Yes, that's me singing on the theme song written by me and executive produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez and the Quakes. I'll share with you more about me a little later in the episode, but it's time to introduce our special guest who just got in town, drove from Arizona, live in the studio with us international professional actor host and stand-up comedian keith ellis so he has been cast in movies such as Waiting to Exhale, What Planet Are You From, Any Given Sunday, Twisted, and Three Kings. He has appeared alongside acting heavyweights George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, Jamie Foxx, Samuel Jackson. Keith continues to appear in commercials, print, and plays. He performs internationally, cruise ships, and AFE tours in Germany, Kuwait, Poland, so many more for our U.S. military troops. Keith Ellis. Yeah, yeah give it up for me. That's my friend. I'm right now. I'm a fan of your music i like that theme song <laughs> thank you no that's like spiritual but i was like i just wanted to hear that right now that's, <laughs> that's got some hype to it i'm so happy to see you you drove all the way from arizona you bet you just got into town seven hours seven <laughs> hours <laughs> and you happen to be doing a show this weekend in la but we are still so yes. thankful that you stopped by and we've been wanting to have you on i want to come in well when i said uh, i'm going to come in i'm like you said if possible 27th I'm yes. like, okay i'm just going to get a hotel stay a couple of days yeah and i'm going to see because it's been a few years since actually we first met yes and, and we want to talk about that yes. too how are you doing today after your drive uh, I'm and good i'm good i'm good <laughs> i'm ready i'm like i'm just uh, yeah. enjoying the traffic <laughs> 
I know we we picked the most, the best and wow. the worst time for us to do the show, but it worked out perfectly for us because we both are super busy and he has to jet right to LA after this. And so this, I'm so excited to have you as a special guest. We were willing to do a day, for, a different day for you, a different time because you are just that, the bomb.com. I've been wanting to have you on Laugh About It with Sade Champagne. As you know, this is a new kind of comedy. We feature special and celebrity guest comedians and funny entertainers live in the studio like yourself, share funny and encouraging stories, hear hilarious memories from the listeners, play music and more. As you know, being a comedian, you are a superhero without the cape doing the good Lord's work. Hey. <laughs> so Keith Ellis clean co- comedian because he and I every time we talk we do this thing where he's like hi I am Sade Champagne and then I'm like hey Keith Ellis clean comedian I don't know I might be changing that <laughs> laugh about it laugh about it with Sade Champagne I'm like sing it friend this. I'm like that's got that's catchy thank because, you because you know I like working and coming out here with I am Sade Cham- Champagne <laughs> that's, that's just, when you see that she's making sure it sticks in your head I yes I learned that from Mike Jones a famous rapper when people used to say you your name is not even memorable and he's like he started putting it in every song so enough about me Keith have you always been a funny person when did you first discover your passion for comedy uh, how can I put it it's like a lot of comics what happens they get bullied they mm-hmm. get bullied in school they get picked on so mm-hmm. I got picked on bullied and then I found that comedy was basically I didn't know it mm-hmm. but when people laugh some people come to your aid mm. and they stop other people from picking with you mm. so if you can be really funny they're like yeah. stop picking with him leave yeah. him alone he's not hurting nobody I'm mm-hmm. like ooh <laughs> if I talk about somebody bad enough or yeah. somebody picks with me I can pretty much destroy them with my words and somebody will be like so you're a alone. roast <laughs> yeah so my mom always said you tease harder than the other kids yeah I'm five foot three 113 pounds when I graduated I was gonna say he, y'all he is not that right now <laughs> yeah in college I grew up so so I had to pick my weapons with my tongue it's like be sharp yeah and so I, I would assess individuals yeah break them down but just watching them and then when it came to your mom or whatever yeah I knew how to just, I'll tear you apart. And that's when you, so is that when you first discovered your passion for comedy? No. <laughs> Somebody told me, they said, as time went by, a lot of people, some high school friends were like, you yeah. know, you got to be a comedian. I never saw that. Wow. Never saw that. And then I was in Phoenix and mm-hmm. I went to a comedy club and a friend of mine says, I bet you $100 you wouldn't go on stage. Mm. And I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. But I didn't know he knew the owner. Yeah. <laughs> and the owner's <laughs> like, I'll put you up next week. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Y'all can see his face. Uh, 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 I didn't, yeah, and I was like, I never thought about it. And the next thing you know, next week comes, he puts me on stage, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you going to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I saw everybody writing stuff down, so I thought they had passed out a... Um, uh, a waiver yes. or something. I said, what are you doing? They're like, these are my notes. I'm like, notes? <laughs> notes for what? My jokes. And I was like, what are you going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. And I went up and did 10 minutes of stuff about a family and won second place. Wow. And there was about 200 people in that club. And the guy's like, yeah. I want you to come back next week. Yeah. And they closed the club. Wow. And you've won awards for your comedy as well, too. Uh, yeah, I've won awards. And yeah. I've also I've gotten to travel outside the country wow. because of my comedy. Yeah. One person. Yeah. Germany. They saw me. They're like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you ever been to Germany?" I'm like, "No, I have not." They're yeah. Like, Would you like to? <laughs> I said, "You want to go?" Yeah. Would you? I said, "Financially, we'll take care of everything." And wow. they put me out there for 31 days. In Germany, that is so In cool. Germany. Wow. I thought it was their way of killing off black people slowly. <laughs> <laughs> we get one person at a time, save them some more money, and call another one. So silly. <laughs> they get, I was like, uh, people are like, who else is going? Just me? Do you know him? No. Are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> so share with us a couple of your funniest memories. They could be from when you were younger, growing up. They could be 
recent ones, whenever. It could be on stage or off stage. My fun, well, one of the memories I even used as a joke, my mom and dad gave me a slinky uh, for Christmas or whatever the time was, and we only had one step. Mm-hmm. So how do you use a slinky and one step? <laughs> I'm thinking, is this a, is this a joke in itself? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I, there's so many things that go on in my life. Uh, I mean, I do some weird things. Opportunity just permits it mm-hmm. presents itself to me, mm-hmm. and I just never know. Uh, <laughs> weird things, I'll go for an audition, mm-hmm. I'll fly to L.A., and not even think, hey, Keith, you should find out when they're actually shooting the movie. <laughs> I've had my luggage, and I went and did the fitting. I came back outside and stood there like, I don't know when the shooting is. <laughs> I'm just in L.A. right now with luggage standing on the street corner. You are so silly. You don't ask the question. Yeah. I used to walk back and forth from one set. We did a thing called, um, it was with James Brown. Mm-hmm. It was Maceo uh, and the band. It was mm-hmm. uh, all those guys. And yeah. I would walk from the set mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning yeah. through a neighborhood that was tagged so bad. Yeah. I, I looked around one day and I thought, I mean, one night yeah. I left the set and I had luggage. Oh my goodness. And I'm walking through that neighborhood at three o'clock in the morning thinking, <laughs> you are just a victim waiting to be robbed. You either or that or you're very courageous, something. Yeah. So maybe that's why they didn't mess with me. He's yeah. crazy. They're <laughs> like, he has to be to be doing this. <laughs> he was so, and you know what's funny, y'all, is there's a lot, you know, um, being an entertainer, y'all are all different. You know, there's some things that are similar, but some things are different. Keith is one of those people where he clowns in person <laughs> just as much as he is on stage. Because there's some comedians that are funny on stage and then you meet them and they're just real chill they don't smile a lot they're real serious but no keith is a clown i'm amish i'm amish we don't have any (laughs) instruments that are electrical i just like to enjoy it yeah once the energy's there yeah i don't know what's gonna happen you know, we always talk about how comedians are, are so cathartic, you know, and so healing. And it's they've been very influential to my life and billions and billions of other people giving us comfort during some of our hardest times and providing some of our fondest memories. Many times, even when I was growing up and going through something difficult, it would be BT's Comic View, Deaf Comedy Jam, you know, um, watching someone's, you know, movie or, you know, comedy movie you watch over and over and over that would just bring you so much joy and help you through the difficult times. And that's why we came up with this show, you know, when it was on my heart. And I say we like it's me and God. (laughs) It is me and God. And so this year we are making space for more laughter, more joy, and more playfulness. You can usually tune in live every week on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here. And the episode will be aired throughout the week. And it will also be available to download on my website and, of course, Spotify iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Obviously, today is a special episode with Keith, and we're so thankful to have him. So... You took us back a little bit of how you got started and, you know, when you developed that passion. So you first got into comedy through that show. And then when did you know you wanted to pursue it professionally? Because of the difference between you doing that and you literally it's your first time you end up winning. Go back to the comedy club. It's closed. Take us through that process of how you knew you wanted to pursue this professionally. I, I I knew it was just one of those thoughts. Like a lot of people would say, you look like a model. You look like this. You look like that. Yeah, you like, do. And it's like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so I kept blowing it off for like a year, years at a time. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't care. I don't care. And yeah. then, then I thought, if you can make money yeah. off of photos, yeah. why not go model? Mm-hmm. Go try to model. Yeah. So I started, everybody's probably heard of Barbizon back in the yes. day. Barbizon. So yes. I went and signed up. And then I started working for that. I was starting like, hey, let's see what we can get something going. So I started working with Barbizon and then I found an agent and I was like okay and my job I'm a manager of a store so I could take off whenever I wanted mm-hmm. and then next thing you know I started doing other things like I hear movies in town mm. uh, why don't you go audition for that movie 
Mm. Why don't you start doing this? Why don't you start? I learned how to give out headshots. I learned mm-hmm. how to start putting together yeah. my, my letters. And it's like, why not get all that money from the print work to the acting mm. to the commercial? And then I started, I was doing comedy a little bit in the open mics trying to learn the game, didn't quite understand it. Mm-hmm. Then I just kind of like, I'm going to pursue acting. Mm-hmm. So I got to work with all those movies to mm-hmm. see how things are done on the set. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved to San Francisco in 2000, I said, I'm going to get serious about the comedy now. Mm-hmm. And I said, because comedy is going to make me a better actor mm-hmm. because you can actually come out your element. Mm-hmm. And if you're acting, you're going to do things on stage. You're going to be more of the characters. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got serious with the comedy. Yeah. And I had the right people around me. Mm-hmm. And that's when you pay attention to all the people you get to come across. Yeah. And that really... Mm-hmm. started escalating me and then here's a little money here here's wow. a little money there and I kept pushing it kept wow. pushing it and I said I'm going to travel the world mm. kept working on it working on it mm-hmm. and don't because people get with a click yeah. and that click mm-hmm. I don't trust clicks mm. yeah. but when you just treat people right mm-hmm. people kept pulling me back in hey yeah. Keith you want to come over here you want to come over here and then as things continued to grow yeah. I got a job that traveled around the country and as I traveled around the country I kept doing comedy shows as I traveled mm. with the company because yeah. I'm the regional Wow. And I kept growing. Kept yeah. doing clubs. Time just yeah. kept building up. My comedy got stronger. Moved yeah. to Arizona. And my mindset was, I don't mm. need these clubs. I don't need you. Mm. You're going to need me. Wow. So I want to make myself strong enough that mm-hmm. you want me. Yeah. Not me chasing after you guys. Yeah. But if I can make myself strong enough, yeah. you're going to call me. Mm-hmm. And I started doing things in a way that just mm-hmm. be... Um, you're strategic you're strategic and you're passionate about and I love that with you too first off the fact that you're strategic and you are very passionate about what you do you're very great at it you can tell you work hard at it you're always building up your skills and your talents like I remember um in the times that I go to Arizona to visit my best friend Samantha Elizabeth and you know if I had a chance to go to your show and you're literally that weekend save that weekend or that time you're packing out a show every single night you're hosting you're headlining you are just literally killing it and then going back to what you said about people and I loved you said you don't believe in clicks like you really care about people and you really value them and you can tell like you don't just get to know people and support them to get something from them but you really care about them and even when you post about people that you met and that you worked with it's just so great like you can feel your love and care for others and I do believe that is part of the reason why you are able to book the things that you do and make the connections you do because people feel your sincerity and your genuineness well there's a point where I was actually negative in, in about some things because I was like, wow. man, these young comics, they don't know what they're doing. They're doing yeah. this, they're doing. So I had some bad things to say. Yeah. But a friend of mine, like I said, when you have the right people around you, yes. they check you. Yes. So my friend said, are you sure you're not the problem? Mm. And I had to assess myself for a moment. And it's like, I am the problem. Wow. Why am I talking about all these young comics yeah. that I'm not helping? Mm. So I went back and I just started saying, hey, if you know you're going to go to a club out of state or whatever, if, mm-hmm. I, if I can help you, let me know. I can call somebody at the club and probably get you some time on stage. Mm. If you're going to do a show and you want some great comics, here's some comics to pull in. Mm-hmm. So it'll make you look good also. Yeah. So I just started giving back. And they've started, hey, Keith, can you come over and do this show? Because right. I'm not here to, it's, there's enough for all of us. Yes. But some people think if I don't tell you, yeah, it's going to be all mine. But it's like somebody else is going to take it from you. Yeah. And they're not going to treat it right. But if we all work together, yes. we're going to have everything. So yeah. Me giving back, I feel, I feel it's it's opened up so many doors. I mean, yeah. the doors continue from the cruise ships. I'm like, I'm on cruise ships now. Yeah, so wow. I'm doing, I was doing Norwegian cruise lines, and yeah. then I got picked up for other things. Then I got picked up for Poland. Yeah, yeah. You know, other comics started hitting me. Hey, you want to go do uh, Kuwait? Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you serious? 
And then they started calling me for yeah. AFE tours. Wow. So I'm just like, thank you. You have such an abundant mindset, too, and you're so positive and encouraging. So it's, it would be funny for me to hear that you would have used to think like that because that's totally not your your mindset now. And so I love that. Because <laughs> I was married at one point. That's why that negativity <laughs> I'm not married anymore. I'm like positivity, positivity. And he's letting you ladies know, She's too. Gone. <laughs> he's letting you ladies know, too. He's on the market. <laughs> so you're so silly, Keith. So, Keith, what made you decide to do only clean comedy? And um, so that's the first part of the question. And then second part is what encouragement and words of wisdom would you give to comics who feel led in their heart to do clean comedy, but they feel pressured or discouraged that it may limit their creativity? That's where, okay, what led me to do clean comedy? My mom, Mm -hmm. she's 93. She's never said a profanity in her life. She has always... Uh, one of the things she's like she's never heard me use profanity Mm -hmm. and she said if you make it on TV and I hear you cursing I'm going to turn the TV off so quick you're going (laughs) to feel it I was like what? so I pictured myself on TV like mother and then mom mom's watching TV I gotta I gotta go why are you leaving? so out of respect for her and my dad I'm like I won't do any any profanity, mm-hmm. no crazy sexual jokes, or nothing like that. Yeah. So it made me sharpen my tools yeah. to be funny. Yeah. So as I did, I mean, there's clubs I've done with crazy cursing. Mm-hmm. And the next night, I was doing shows in Virginia Beach. I went back that next night. I'm not going to use any profanity. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And the comics were like, you know, you're still funny without cussing. I'm like, yeah. I don't need to do it, dude. Mm. So what I would tell the other comics, it's just like being bullied. Mm-hmm. You got to stand up sooner or later. Mm. Don't let don't let people tell you, mm-hmm. you know, ah, you need you need to you need to use some drop some f bombs in there. But I'll stand up for you because one, when you if you can write clean and it's funny, it's gonna be clean. It's gonna be funny dirty. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna get on TV, you need to have at least five to seven five to ten minutes of clean comedy. Right. So if you can do that and make it funny, you're gonna get a lot more hiring either in churches or corporate shows or uh, TV mm-hmm. somewhere where people are like oh you can do 10 minutes clean that's mm-hmm. what I need mm-hmm. so you can ha- you, you take out whatever words you want but still keep it funny but people think they need to have that that those words in there mm-hmm. that actually add to it and it's like that's not the case mm-hmm. that's not the case and especially if they have to because obviously I don't mind either way because I love all types of comedy right. but if they only lean into that and there's not actually a joke and they're using that as the joke you're like come on like be creative with it so there's a I group love of comics. That. We yeah. do this here. We group of comics. We'll, we'll get mm-hmm. together. We'll go like this. All right, man, we're going to do this here. You see that guy on stage right now, right? Uh, everybody take a drink every time he says, see what I'm saying. <laughs> everybody take a drink every time he says, right. Everybody <laughs> takes a drink every time he uses profanity. And I got comics like, I can't drink that much, man. Yeah. I can't. You know, you're doing 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was over there with this girl, right? And she was talking to me, right? And we were over here doing this here, right? And I'm like, are you asking them a question and you're answering it or what? Because you're just filling in time. So I'm just like, no. Yeah. So that makes me watch how I speak. Yeah. So I don't want to be repetitive. You know what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no. You're like, no. No, I know. I don't. That's so funny. If you are a comedian interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to me via social media, Instagram. Keith is already knows he's going to say it. I am Shade Champagne. <laughs> I am Shade Champagne. Facebook, Shade Champagne. Twitter, I am Shade Champagne. <laughs> Shade Champagne. Or email, of course, Shade Champagne Music at gmail.com. She this- should have a champagne. <laughs> 
name. This makes it. it easier for everyone as you're trying to know where to reach out to. The same goes for musical artists who would like to submit their music to be played on the show. Keith, tell us about the process of how you write your jokes and develop your comedy stories. I could be you know, typical. I'm black. I don't like to write. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Lie. I don't like to write. Okay, do you record on your phone or do nope. you just come do you just think about it in your noggin I, I, and remember I just it? Think and I put a footnote. Okay. Because when I write, yeah. I don't like to read. Really? And so if I write something, I don't expect me to read it. <laughs> so uh, I will not I don't write things. How are you out. so smart and you don't read? Intellectually, you think. If you think yeah. there's a way the, my family, they taught me certain things, how to look at certain things and actually come up with solutions. Mm-hmm. So it's about fixing the problem. So a friend told me once, he says, You might you might be dyslexic. And I was laughing, like, I'm not dyslexic. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I don't read nothing backwards. Like, no, you just don't comprehend. Yeah. So I don't comprehend what I read. Oh, okay. So if I read it, like if I read a story, I have to read it again mm-hmm. and again to put it together. So in my head it actually has to be a movie. Mm. So if I read anything, I have to actually put Wow. things together to mm-hmm. see this thing happening. Mm-hmm. If it's not interesting, it's not going to happen. Yeah. If it's a murder mystery, yeah. very detailed, yeah. my mind is like... And so that's how you do with your comedy jokes is you'll think it up in your mind and you'll make detailed. like a quick footnote of it and you'll just begin to continue to think about that and marinate on that? Yep. Wow. And, and I'll, I'll go do a show and then yeah. all of a sudden my mind be like, remember that? Inject that one thing right here. Yeah. And then it'll, and it's like, okay, they laughed at it. Okay, keep wow. that keep that in there. Yeah. And you, don't, do you, and you don't write notes to know like what jokes to keep and what jokes not to keep? I have a note uh, about, I don't know, an hour worth of material on mm-hmm. a piece of paper and I'll just go back and look at it. Because mm-hmm. if anybody said, right, they'll, Keith, can you do 50, a half an hour? Yeah, I can do half an hour. Yeah. And they're like, they'll come back to me, 10 minutes later, Keith, can you do 12 minutes? Yeah, I can mm-hmm. do 12 minutes. There's no, I need to write it down. Oh, okay. I know exactly what's going to go yeah. where. Yeah. And some people are like, what yeah. I got I got to go change my set. Yeah. But I, I got to change it yeah. again. And they get upset. Mine, yeah. I don't, I'm just yeah. like, you're going to do three minutes? Okay, I got that. Y'all do have brilliant minds though because for you to remember everything that you do and you have to be willing to change it up, mix it up depending on what show you do and then you go in a different direction as you're watching the audience and seeing how they respond, it's just phenomenal. People don't realize like how much goes into it. They're just thinking like, oh, you just get up there and you just tell you know tell a little something and people laugh and you're like, what? See, here's a, here's a joke. <laughs> I told you yesterday yeah. I, did, I did a corporate show Yeah. and they just pulled me out of nowhere. On a Tuesday they asked, can you do a show? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then I didn't ask who it was mm-hmm. for, and then I found out who it was for. And I went to the club, and it was 49 women. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, do I have women jokes? <laughs> and there was one man. And that audience did 40, I did 45 minutes, and they were just cracking up. Yeah. And I was, so I was grabbing everything I could mm. that, that related to women, marriage, mm. animals, cats, husbands. <laughs> and they, I mean, it was so much, I added yeah. so much in there because the guy was standing, sitting there and my first thing when I was on stage, I was like, the guy who hired me for this show, he didn't tell me what I was expecting. Yeah. And now I see that now I understand that I am now going to work for this man right here yeah. because of his Mormon wives. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And he just looks at me and says, so all 50 of these women. <laughs> sister are, wives. Huh? Yes, sister wives. That's and funny. we just, from there on, we yeah. just played it all the way through. And I, I love that. It, I had to cut they set short because 45 minutes is like, it's up. Wow. So, cause he's like, if it's not going too well, just yeah. cut it short. Yeah. But it was going, yeah. I thought it went pretty well. With you, of course, it's gonna have to get cut short because uh, you just be heavy hitter, like boom, 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 boom. As soon as you got on stage, it wasn't even two minutes. You had us laughing. That's my so thing. Hard. If I can get you to laugh 15 seconds, yeah. 20 seconds in, yeah. I'm gonna take you on a ride. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, they laughed at that. Yeah. Okay, now I can, I feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't laugh, I'd be like, yeah. ah. 
uh, it's going to be a long show. <laughs> it's be a long 45 minutes. So out of all your talents that you have, you have so many. What do you like best? Acting, hosting, stand-up, or modeling, and why? I like the stand-up because there's a message that I want to put out. Everybody mm. needs to treat everybody right. Mm -hmm. uh, there's always things you can learn, so I teach you about whatever's happening in black history. Yeah. Because I want to do it 365 days a year. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not just taking February. Exactly. So for those who didn't know, ranch dressing was made by a black man. What? Yes. That's why it's so good, huh? Mm -hmm. 1949, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ranch dressing. That's, and he bought Hidden Valley. So mm -hmm. that's where he moved, and that's why. So just to let you know. Wow. Because me and Godfrey, we were talking one day. Yeah. And he was telling me, Keith, you need to go to the Mims Museum. Yeah. And he shared some things. So I, hey, you know, Chappelle, those guys, they yeah. get on stage, but they give you something to walk away thinking. Yeah. So I, I educate you about animals, cats, eat your eyes out, whatever. Yeah. You die. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So people are like, <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't expecting that. That took a, a, I want everybody, that took I a different a, turn. I work at a funeral home, so I know how cats can eat your eyes. Yeah. Keith has had so many different jobs throughout his career. 59. 59. I know. And he knows how to do everything. It Literally, he'll tell me he's booked for these shows and then he's building this thing and then he's now he's modeling and then he's wearing this costume okay. and being a mascot and then he has shows here and then he's building this i gotta go back i gotta go i gotta go um do a wall plaster and paint a yeah. wall when i get back so he knows how to do everything and then has, she's moving so i gotta go help her she wants to build a chicken coop at a yard <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no skill. So, ladies, if you're looking building. for a silver fox handy, hilarious, a silver fox. a silver fox, hilarious handyman, that's a compliment. You know, Don't get on the ladder, Keith. That's a compliment. That's what Brad Pitt, George Clooney, all those guys are up in there. Okay. Um, silver fox. Yes. Okay. Idris okay. Elba. So that's a, that's a compliment. So, um, how have comedy and laughter helped you in life? I working at a funeral home. I made people laugh. Yeah. I won a J.D. Powers Award working wow. at the funeral home. Wow. Because I would invite the people after their after the service that I've set up, the family service counselor, I've invited them out to my show. Since my shows were clean, they just had a, a service with a burial or something like that. I was like, hey, come out at any point that you want and laugh. Let's mm, just laugh. Mm -hmm. There won't be anything said derogatory, nothing about death, nothing like that. But then people... They, they would come back and, and see me at the funeral home because of my customer service skills because mm -hmm. of all the jobs I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from Yahoo all the way That's down. why you got so much comedy material because you have so many different jobs, experiences, and many people you've met. But you listen. If you listen, let people talk. They'll tell you about themselves, and you just start That's picking true. it. So I shut my mouth. My dad, like, you run your mouth too much. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> So I shut up. Your facial expressions. You look such a clown. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> so you, oh my but goodness. But it's helped me yeah. where I listen to people and I can almost mimic or yes. feel their vibe. You can. To be relatable. Yes. And my other friend who's in the Bay Area, mm -hmm. he would always take me to certain places like, okay, he's yeah, he's millionaire. But he's like, Keith, let's go over here. Yeah. Hey, Keith, let's go over here. Yeah. Hey, Keith, let's go over here. Wow. And I was like, why are you always taking these places? He says, because you can yeah. you can blend in with all types. Yes. High and low. I mean, you can talk mm -hmm. in, you can talk um, stock. Yeah. You can talk mechanical. You can talk this. And you I can. didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I know a lot, Yeah. but I, I don't know a lot. Yeah. So it just taught me how to listen to learn yeah. and then do my little research. And that helps me on the stage. So from janitorial mm. cleaning, carpet yeah. cleaning, rug yeah. cleaning, yeah. Um, I can I can talk to you. I've had these jobs. Right. That makes sense. I want to share with everyone how we met, 
how oh, I became yeah. a fan of yours, my favorite things about you. So we actually met through one of your jobs when I was performing at the, oh, was yeah. that the Ventura County Fair? Yes, I was a pitchman. Yes, was a pitchman. okay. And so from the, yeah, so at the Ventura County Fair and he happened to come and I think I was on the youth building stage and he happened to come <laughs> inside and see me perform. And then afterwards, because Keith is really chill and down to earth, he doesn't make you feel like uncomfortable, you know, um, Ladies, we know sometimes how some men, not all and not many, but some men can make you feel a little uncomfortable when they're approaching you. Keith was so chill and so respectful. And then he was like, oh, my gosh, I love your voice. And, da, da, da. and you know, we just started talking. And he's like, let's, you know, connect with each other on social media. This is how I'm remembering it. You could tell me from your perspective. <laughs> yeah, my perspective, like, come back, stop running. <laughs> come on, give me, give me a chance. <laughs> then she tripped. <laughs> so, gotcha. He's so silly. <laughs> and so as I got to know him more, you know, um, I just really enjoyed him as a human being and just, you know, how encouraging he was. I got to see him perform live. I want to say it was probably like October 2021. Yeah, so. Over. Yeah. So I think it was like 2021. I got to see him perform live in Glendale mm -hmm. when I was visiting my best friend, Samantha. That was my first trip that I had made out there. And so I just really enjoyed it. And he was so much fun. Like he literally just booms like a firecracker when he got on stage. And there's one joke, I'm not gonna tell it cause you need to see him live, but in particular that he tells about like a car situation. <laughs> and it just like took us on this like adventure with him. And I was laughing. Is that the smart so, car? Yes. Uh. <laughs> and I was laughing so hard. And then just throughout the show, uh. I enjoyed it. And as you're hearing throughout the show, he's very positive. He's so encouraging. He's always commenting on my posts and cheering me on he's like keep going Sade I'm so proud of you I believe in you and he does it with other people even when he meets people and he performs with them he loves posting pictures and he's like I want you to meet this person that I worked with and he says the kindest things and he's just the bomb.com and so that's from my perspective Keith. okay so yeah okay so at the at the Ventura Fair I'm, I'm also a pitchman mm -hmm. for me and my other friend we we go around the countryside pitching yeah. this product so I heard this singing and I was like, let me check out on this other room of what's going on over there. And I go over there and I see, I hear this woman on stage singing. And I was like, man, she's good. And I mean, <laughs> it's it's the octaves and just her mannerism. And mm, it was like, there's, there's you, some Keith. people there and she was going back and forth, but she was giving it her all. And when you have somebody on stage giving their all, mm. that's saying whether it was one person or 500, she's still giving a show mm. and entertainment that's why they call it entertainment yeah we're there to do a purpose we're not there to like oh there's only one person i don't need to give them I'm all right dead. she was just blasting and doing her thing so afterwards i wanted to meet her and i was like i don't know where i fit in but mm. hopefully at some point i can talk to her and give her a card and take a picture and that way it'll show a connection so if anybody ever asked me how does she sing or does she sing? And because mm -hmm. I would also book people to to do um, mm -hmm. events or do to to do atmosphere music yeah. or singing. Right. And I'm just thinking, you never know in this business where we are mm -hmm. that you can help somebody else. Wow. So what she was doing, I was just like, if I can't do it, maybe I can have somebody else mm -hmm. that I know Thank you, see her. Because the thing is, to make yeah. people feel comfortable is not to be judging. Yeah, I'm not here to judge you. Yeah, because I, I don't want to be judged. Because right. Why would I, I, I don't want to take you down. My yeah. mom taught me something a long time ago when mm -hmm. I was married. I said something about, my aunt, mom, my wife is stupid. Oh, that's a horrible thing. To yeah. Say. And you know what she said? Yeah. What if she's stupid and she married you? What does that make you? <laughs> I was like, ooh. ooh. 
<laughs> so you never destroy or take down something you care about. Mm, mm-hmm. So I would never, it's like, I'm never going to call any other woman yeah. stupid, dumb. I don't berate women to mm-hmm. that degree. It's like, I'm never, no, because yeah. you want everybody to be built up. Yes. So I've, I've never, whoever I dated, whatever, it's like, you, you won't hear me calling you something negative. That's good. Because it's like, you see people, they, they'll, they'll hit a woman, yeah. but they don't want you to hit their car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You rather bruise this mm-hmm. that's going to be with you. Mm-hmm. I'd burn your car up. <laughs> <laughs> would, you know, so, yeah. So that meeting you there, it was yeah. one of those. Um, you never know what the purpose of any of this is, and mm-hmm. I know everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So my positivity, people like, how can you be so positive? Mm-hmm. And the easiest way I can explain that is a lot of people are like, oh, I'm worried about this. Oh, I'm worried about mm-hmm. that. And then that goes back to the Bible. Yeah. You understand if you worry, it's considered a sin. Mm. I sin enough. Mm. <laughs> why should I worry then? Because if I have faith in yeah. God, yeah. why should I worry? Mm. Because mm. I have faith. But if I worry, that means yeah. I don't have faith. Mm. So I'm like, I'll yeah. work on some other stuff, but I'm yeah. not I'm not going to worry. Because yeah. if I have a flat tire, I'll yeah. get out and change it. Yeah. If I'm going to be late to an event, yeah. it wasn't meant for me to be at that event. Mm. I'm not going to get upset. People don't see me getting all, oh, this is bull. I didn't yeah. get it. Oh, no, it's something better. I'm going to mm-hmm. leave it alone. Right. And that saves me stress. That yeah. saves me strife. That saves me a lot of the BS. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people are just like, how can you just let stuff go? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It's like an audition. Yeah. You go to an audition when you're young. Right. And you get all, you know, mm-hmm. you go home the next day. Oh, man, I hope I did an audition right. You think about things. Oh, I I, I think I yeah. could do this better. I do an audition. I forgot about that I did it the next day. Mm. And then you call me. Hey, Keith, you're picking for the part. What part? <laughs> That you Is that where you're clueless again? You don't know where you're going and why and what's happening. <laughs> you got to move on in life. That's great. So you can't be you can't be hanging on. So that's why I he looks so young, on. y'all, because he ain't be stressing and worried about all this I, stuff. And that's why his skin looks like it's like he's been drinking cocoa butter. I use microfiber scrub pads <laughs> that I've sailed at the fair. Remember microfiber scrubbies? <laughs> he's so silly. What's something you're currently working on trying to make funny? Uh, like uh, a bit that you might be working I, on. I looked at okay. I've thought about this. Colonial Life. Mm-hmm. I, I did a show the other day. I'm like, hi, I'm Jonathan Lawson. Mm-hmm. I'm with Colonial Life, uh, Colonial Pen Life Insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no black people are doing Colonial Life. Because you see all <laughs> the black people on the ads yeah. on there. He's like, oh, son, you don't have to worry about me. <laughs> and I was like, we ain't sitting around the house talking about I know. <laughs> They make us us sound so like we just stepped out Roots movie. We don't know how to talk. (laughs) You have to worry about me. I'm taking care of. Oh, I'm glad because we didn't have enough money. What? I know. That's your mother. You should be saving some money. She's like, no. So we ain't. So $9.95 a month because I did a New York Live corporate show. So I did my research. Colonial Pen doesn't kick in until two years. And so I incorporate that into my act. So I'm like, black people. People are not going to do nine ninety five a month. Mm-hmm. We would do a car wash or a chicken dinner. Exactly. But we would do nine ninety five. It's like we're going to make money on the chicken dinner exactly. for the funeral. <laughs> and we're going to have a car wash two Saturdays. <laughs> and you're going to be buried in a shallow grave. <laughs> <laughs> so if black people went and got insurance, you can, I can guarantee you the people in the house are like, yeah. let's kill him. <laughs> let's kill him because he got, he got insurance. But we got to wait till it kicks in. Oh, how long is that? Two years? Ah, damn. <laughs> don't take too long <laughs> oh my 
goodness. Colum- that's yeah, I, I, all I love that. Commercials are just yeah. They used to do that with the Everett College ones too. They always have like the black or Latino people that be like, "My life was so down and now, and then when I went to college, now I have a better life for my family." Okay, you and, remember Everest? Yes. Okay, you remember the black dude? Yes. That's my boy out there in really? Phoenix. That's yeah, so funny. That's my boy. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. We've been knowing each other. He was doing that. Yeah. constantly yeah and it's like yeah people are just a trip but no that's yeah you know, every college like yeah we just sitting around like you know because yeah. i used to call also yeah. and get people to go to college oh wow so i was on the phone call i was like yeah so you're looking to do a degree you're like, <laughs> i can't a, believe that 59 yeah. jobs yeah i mean <laughs> if I, I sit and i wrote them down all day i'm like man i've had a lot of I'm, y'all i'm gonna have them write them all down and <laughs> i'm sure with us I, and I, post it. I, I counted i was like dude because every job i've had yeah i've never hated oh wow there's not one job i've yeah. just like yeah how can you say that keith easy yeah. It's the people that you work with that mm. you have to deal with. Yeah. I don't have to deal with you. You can fire me. Yeah. I've never been fired but one time because yeah. the guy was embezzling. Yeah. Mm. So why am I going to? Yeah. I, I can just go to work. I don't have to talk to you. Yeah. I just yeah. have to do my job. Right. So I've had no jobs that I've hated. Wow. And I mean, I've done a lot of I, yeah. I've learned to piss people off at my job. <laughs> and that's my thing. It's like, yeah. and I say it, I say it you know, in, in this corporate white world, yeah. in order to piss a white man off, stay employed as a black man. <laughs> they hate that. They want to, I'm like, cause my, when they told me they were yeah. going to lay off in, in Yahoo, they're like, we're going to lay people off. Yeah. I'm like, how? They're, they're calling people. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to answer my phone. <laughs> I'm like, you, you're joking. They're like, no, they're calling people yeah. and they're going to pull you down to the office. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> and I said, I need this job because I said, if you lay me off, I'm going to be out of work. And if I'm out of work, I won't be at home because I won't have a home. But you'll be at work. But I most likely will be at your house. So you want to make sure I'm at work so you can look around like he's still here. Because I will break into your house if you is a fire. Mess. If you fire. No. I'd be thinking, it's like, no, man. <gasps> my Mm-mm. stomach hurts I, well, <laughs> I'm laughing too hard. You're fired, Keith. Well, I know where you live. <laughs> I'm going to be there for eight hours until you get off. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> We're going into a song break so I can catch my breath. <laughs> Shout out champagne. Come laugh with me. <laughs> so silly. This is Michael Bolton with his brand new single that I love so much, Beautiful World. He's another silver fox. Shout out to Michael Bolton. And he's so talented. We'll love his voice forever. Keep listening to laugh about it with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. You carry the weight Much better than I do Day after day Waiting for good news All of our needs Our hopes and our dreams Are waiting on an open door I see a spark of light in the dark We'll be stronger than before We got a love like we've never been Never too late There's always a sunrise All of our needs, our hopes and our dreams Are waiting on an open door I see us 
my goodness that song makes me so happy you know he is a blue-eyed soul <laughs> michael bolton that was his brand new single beautiful world from one of my all-time favorite tv shows american song contest hosted by kelly clarkson and snoop dogg so we want to welcome you back to laugh about it with Shade champagne on kjbu 99.3 fm you're listening to episode 16 a special episode on thursday at 4 p.m pacific standard time and we have the fun positive spirit and, and, and entertaining <laughs> Keith, I can't even get it out before he makes me laugh. <laughs> we have the fun positive spirit and, and entertaining gonna... Keith Ellis live in the studio with us from Arizona what you just said about Michael Bolton he's like you know man he's like yeah. how old is he and he's just he's still looking yeah, good yeah he's in his everything. 60s I'm gonna look it up and see all singers a lot of singers look good because they don't do nothing just, <laughs> oh are you clowning they just, they us just right sing. now well Bobby Brown that's different <laughs> like, I'm not gonna dance don't be clowning us no you're, you're you guys look all youthful because you sing and you work yeah but sometimes the career is stressful dang he's 70 years old 70 years young because okay. that's still young but he looks incredible and his voice is like yeah, so strong, rich he has a strong voice love it so if you want to be a sponsor for my laugh about it radio show or donate to any of the work i'm doing please reach out to me via email or my social media before we go into a game with Keith, uh -oh. we have some comedy event okay. announcements. First up, Maddie Chimber. You know he's my favorite new-to-me comedian. I I saw him for the first time with Low Key Comedy, which you know was started by Matt Rife and Paul Alaya. And so I saw him, I want to say just a year ago, last March. And he is my favorite new-to-me comedian. He's great on stage and on social media. Check out his upcoming shows at M-A-T-T-Y-C-H-Y-M-B-O-R.com, MattyChamber.com. And then also Michael Lenoci, his upcoming shows, go to his Instagram at 
Michael, L-E-N-O-C-I. He is wonderful too. He does great crowd work. I love when he is starting to post videos where he goes into behind the scenes of what it's like being a comedian and what's happening on stage, which is so great because if you're a comedy lover like I am and people who love to laugh, it's great to see all that's happening. Also, last, no, that was last night. Okay, and then tonight, so this is tonight, is Thursday, April 27th at 7.30 p.m. at The Haven at Whitetails in Oxnard, Denise Carter and Friends Comedy Show. She is phenomenal. I want you and Denise Carter to meet each other one of these days because y'all would have so much fun That's together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're already going to be in L.A., so don't make, try to make yourself a drive no, back here. No, because I, I go get my room, and I'm like, <laughs> it's only an hour and a half drive back. I'm like, I don't have anything to do till Saturday. So I'm going to connect y'all once we get off the Ooh. show. I'm going to have you guys text and um, let her know how awesome you are and awesome she is and so make sure you go and attend that i've attended at least two of those shows and it's been so much fun and then also shout out to my fam bam matt rife his new comedy special is on youtube matthew stephen rife and let's see how many views his comedy show has now or his comedy special has now i'm so proud of him and he is just killing the game and he is going to stay on their necks as the young kids say <laughs> so let's see if it shows us how many views while that's looking it up so it's at 5.1 million views in three weeks that's what nice. i'm talking about he's come so far and i'm just super proud of him he's shining like the star he is all right Keith, we are going to play Say What, where we ask you rapid-fire questions and you have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Oh. Are you ready? Yes. No. <laughs> he changed his voice uh, and everything. Okay. Favorite comedian? Chappelle. What's the best live comedy show you've ever attended? Mine. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you laughed really hard? Every day. Best compliment you've ever received from a fan or audience member? Keep being you. Mm. What do you love most about being a comedian? The way you can you can cross several different uh, ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. Favorite joke of yours? Uh, uh, falling down. <laughs> You're going to have to go and see him live to know what it means. <laughs> Favorite type of comedy to perform? Uh, anything that's energetic and just that's thought provoking. Mm -hmm. You're a great physical comedian too. That's why he's in such great shape. When you follow him on Instagram, <laughs> you'll see him posting videos where he loves like calisthenics and like outside workouts. And he could be like in the dead heat I of like Arizona. Heat. And he's literally doing push-ups and pull-ups and handstands and <laughs> jumping jacks. And it's like it's nothing to him. <laughs> I'm from Arizona. It's just that, that heat doesn't bother me. Yeah. Well, you're better. You're better than I am. You know, I learned that from the ancestors. <laughs> in the slave cotton fields. So, <laughs> Keith, what brings you joy? Laughter. People who just don't judge, just enjoy mm. the moment. Mm -hmm. Who or what inspires you? Family. Favorite comedy movie? I, well, I think what was um, well, uh, Office Space. Okay. Funniest joke you've ever heard? <laughs> I, I can't remember jokes. I don't remember jokes well. You like I remember my own joke, Sade. Lucky if I remember that, but I don't. I don't remember. I mean, there's a lot of jokes I've heard that were hilarious, but mm -hmm. I just don't remember them. Favorite set you've worked on so far? Favorite set, uh, Three Kings. Uh, well, it was Three Kings, Any Given Sunday, and uh, Twisted. Mm. Those are the favorite movie sets I've been on. Wow. Favorite place you've performed live so far? Uh, could be a venue, or it could be an actual location, a city uh, or a state. Uh, it was a favorite. I uh, say. Poland. Wow. 15 bases. 15, wow. Yeah. Poland. 
Yes. Most famous person you've met or worked with so far? Uh, it's, it's other than Clooney, mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson, um, uh, Chappelle. Wow. Well, I talked to Chappelle. We didn't do anything mm-hmm. together, but um, yeah. those, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not starstruck. Yeah. So it's just like because you're a star yourself. No, it's just people. Are just, That's why. I've never been. I started taking pictures with all the, the actors. Yeah. Like Clooney and things because my nephew was telling people mm-hmm. when he was younger. Yeah. My dad, my my uncle's in movies. Yeah. So I was like, he's like, they don't believe him. So I was like, okay, because I didn't post photos yeah. for like 12 years. Wow. And then I, I posted them because I figured yeah. I didn't want anybody to grab them. Yeah, and somebody started. They grabbed them and they cut the picture out. Oh and they yeah, did, they did that overlap, and I was like, "See, that's why." Yeah, because people would take things and falsify it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That I'm not trying to just yeah disrespect them." Like right. it ain't about me, but it's like don't right don't use yeah. something else because you're weak and you can't get the photo or you can't <laughs> get up off your butt to go to a movie set to be next to somebody. So you have just survived. Say what? And you did a great job. <laughs> you're one of our guests that did it the fastest and got through it. Oh. So. Time for our what's next segment. This is where you tell us about what you're currently working on, what you have coming up, share anything you'd like to promote from past, present, or future because you're always getting new fans. So something that may be old to you is new, will be new to a new fan. So what's next? Well, okay, back uh, about six months ago, Mm-hmm. Or three months ago, I was pl- I was working in the play, okay. and I, I got to be the president. So Ooh. Obama, not not the other one. I got to, <laughs> I got to, so, really, you didn't get cast to be President Donald Trump no, or I, President Biden. Yeah, I, they couldn't comb my hair up. Like that. They like, your hair doesn't stick. And I, my mouth doesn't go that tight. Uh, so <laughs> so so yeah. So I was playing Obama, mm-hmm. and it was for Black History, uh-huh. and I learned a lot about different history. Mm of different people so yeah i was doing the presidential speech and so forth and and it was kind of more like this <coughs> uh, i'm gonna tell america <gasps> everybody it's not always the same uh me and michelle <laughs> we sometimes uh, like to go out there and do things but we need to straighten up and tell our children not always not everyone can do what we do stay black stay proud <laughs> so, oh so, my goodness, I'm shooketh. Well, when uh, I mean, I used, to, <laughs> I used to do voices a while back, so I looked at Obama and I worked on it, and I was just like, okay, yeah, uh, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> so when I, I went out on stage, that, I was just like, uh, that's what. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 so Michelle would ask the question, she's like, does your husband, mm-hmm. you know, delay when he talks? Uh, <laughs> not all the time. Sometimes I. Think about things. Oh my goodness! Uh, I don't want to redirect or misguide anyone. Yeah, so that <laughs> that I, I did that play for like I think it was mm-hmm. we did like two or three years. Okay, straight. So, and then the next thing I started working on was I have well I was doing photos mm-hmm. for GCU College. So they oh. have a, for like six years they had okay. me up there as the people were like, did you go to college? No. <laughs> of all his 59 jobs yes yeah. then i played a doctor on yeah. one commercial because people thought i actually was a doctor because mm-hmm. i understood cancer and so forth but i'd Google yeah. some words and yeah. i was talking to some patients <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guys in the back like is he a real doctor because i used Yo, my he skills said all he did was google which is funny because how many people do that well, see, then- because I Google some words in cancer because I understood cancer and the symptoms and yeah. so forth. So I'm talking to these people, but I'm also using my background from when you have to do any things in the family service oh counselor at the I'm cemetery. Done. <laughs> so I'm, done. I'm using that empathy. Uh, 
no way, if there's any problem, you can call oh me at gosh. any time of the night if you have any questions. And people are like, is he a real doctor? So <laughs> <laughs> That's a real bullcrapper right there, y'all. <laughs> or a chameleon. <laughs> so I, I, I always look at just, the, I mean, what I'm working on now is yeah. possibility mm-hmm. of, I mean, at some point I want to put a CD together. Yeah. I really would like to put a CD together or yeah. a, a DVD. I don't say DVD because mm-hmm. I want a CD because I want your mind to yeah. to, to draw its own image. Yeah. If I put a CD together, people have to look at it yeah. and they'll see me act out, but I don't know how well that could be edited. But mm-hmm. I, that's why I, I want people to Okay. Think. And I believe, hopefully, I've been asked, I'll see, I believe, hopefully I'll be going to Poland again Ooh. in November. Awesome. And then as the uh, the, the costume person, I think Rocky, Rocky <laughs> Point. <laughs> Which job you doing the day, Keith? <laughs> His life is never boring. Y'all think that I'm busy and I'm never bored. Uh, <laughs> you need to go and follow Keith and Which see what he's up to. There's <laughs> always something exciting. I'll be like, <laughs> what you up to next, my friend? <laughs> What's going on? Oh my goodness! Uh, so uh, I'm open. Oh, what I'm what what yeah. I'm really working on. Mm-hmm. This is my passion, and okay. I, I'm gonna and it's, it's gonna come into play. Yeah, I play sax. Ooh, so I'm, I'm not surprised you're a musician because the way you're hitting on the table, I'm like he's uh, have, he needs some drums. My brother plays. Something. He plays keyboard, bass, yeah. lead, and he's with a few bands. Well, back do you sing too? And people told me I do. I used mm-hmm. to write songs. I, to, I figured. I used to write songs back in the day. Mm-hmm. I figured. I there ain't nothing that Keith don't know how to do. I was taught well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got some stuff copyrighted. Yeah. In, in, wow. in, in, in the, uh, I got some things copyrighted, but yeah. I want to work in on sax. Okay. And I want to get back, because I played before as yeah. a kid, and I played by ear, yeah. and now I'm trying to read notes. Okay. I won't read my jokes, but I'm trying <laughs> to read notes. If you come out on stage, and you look how you look, and you play the sax, and then have people laughing, you need to get ready, because it's going to be crazy. When I was down in South Carolina, people, yeah. people always say, because I don't know, what I didn't see it, and yeah. it was like, uh, that's, what's his name? Um uh, what's the singer named John? John Legend. Yeah, they were like yeah. John Legend. That's John Legend. They were calling me John. I'm, like, I'm his dad. I'm older than John Legend. So I was gonna come out on stage. People yeah. kept saying I was gonna sing one of his songs. Just come out and just start singing. Yeah. Whatever that song he was. But yeah. I was like mm. ordinary people yeah. or um, all of you. Yeah, that's funny. Welcome to the John Legend concert. Yeah. But, so over the years, I think yeah. I, I think I've changed that look. So yeah. Yeah. So my main project is yeah. to get back with my sax. And I used to play blues and blues and jazz. I cannot wait to hear that. And you always have shows in your um, where you're based from in Arizona, so you always have shows happening there too. You know, I mean, I'm blessed because yeah. it's the phone will ring and it's like, hey, can you do this show yeah. in Palm Springs? Hey, can you do this show? Yeah. And and I just I the timing, I used, I told Jobs yeah when I was doing Jobs, hey, comedy comes first, mm-hmm. and they're looking at me like I says no, comedy and acting come first. If I get yeah. a gig. I most likely will walk out. Yeah. Or can I get the day off? Yeah. And they looked at me like, <laughs> and, and so I would actually walk off. Yeah. And and I still come back to a job. I did yeah. a job once. I worked for firemen. When you have as many skills as you do, though, like there's gonna, it's going to be hard for you to not have a job. And then with your people no, skills, what you do is yeah. make yourself good at what you do. Mm. So when I did my jobs, mm-hmm. I made myself good irreplaceable yes yeah. so when i did things at fireman's fun yeah there was nobody could run the pitney bowl like me mm. so when i said they were shooting any given sunday yeah or, um yeah i said can i get you know, it was two weeks off mm-hmm. my vacation time 
and yeah. I was on three days on, four days on, three days off. Mm -hmm. It worked out. I got 31 full days off. Wow. So I went and shot a movie for 31 days Dang. and came right back to work, didn't miss a beat. Dang. And so everything is always he's putting us out. up on game y'all everybody has it's, it's always worked out like yeah. the lady i'm helping to move the other day yeah and I, I said i got this call i hope you can work with me i'm gonna go do this comedy show it yeah. wasn't like hey can i go do this comedy show it's like i'm gonna do this show. I, <laughs> I, i'm letting you know yeah because i helped you move right but there was no slacking in anything right. that i did when i helped you so right. you're not gonna find somebody to work like me yeah so she's like okay thank you for letting me know yeah and i said once i'm finished with the comedy show i'll come you back you move yeah, yeah. So make yourself yeah. good at what you do yeah. so people will be like, yeah, yeah, that person can go, but I don't want to lose you. Yeah. I used to work at a grocery store. I ran a grocery store as a manager. I'd bust shoplifters, and I made myself good. Then I actually fixed the ballast. I fixed the freezers. I fixed <laughs> the apartment they're complex. Like, they're, they're like, who never get rid I, of him? I, I, we need to make him the owner. After maintenance man, it's like, after, after management key, okay, now I'm doing maintenance for yeah. the building, and then I come back to maintenance. So yeah, I'm like, I can see that. Be That's, good at what you do. I love that. Anything else that you want to share that you want to promote? Uh, I promote just it follow me and yes. just be motivational and yeah. be good. And Which be we're gonna make sure we call, uh, we're gonna shout that out on the show as well too. So you look up Keith Ellis Clean Comedy, Keith Ellis Comedy, but we're gonna give you the exact links as we wrap up the show in a bit. So we're going to another song break. This is from the same show, American Song Contest. He is actually my favorite The Voice winner, and he is the most successful winner from The Voice. This is Jordan Smith with his song Sparrow. Keep listening to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on 99.3 FM radio station in Oxnard. I am Sade Champagne. <laughs> you down whoever thought one word could tie you to the ground to those who told you what you are ain't good enough let them know that you will rise above let them know that you will rise above
be bending, but you're not breaking. You are a miracle in the making. There's a better world inside. We don't have to stay here anymore. Yay, welcome back to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on a special time and special day. I'm still here with my talented silver fox and funny friend, Keith Ellis, you know, you got to let them know because <laughs> they doesn't have much silver, but you know, that's what you call a mature man who's got it going on. And so our next segment is Let's Go. This is where I review live comedy shows, events and movies I've seen or attended recently. So just last night, I was actually at the Grape in Ventura and I attended Max Meals slash Let Loose Comedy Show. And it was starring Chris Williams and Mac Beaton and then Rick Martinelli, Tori Piskin, and Jason Collings. So I was not familiar with Jason, Tori, or Rick, but when I tell you Chris knows how to book amazing acts, they are freaking funny. Like it's just was such a great show. He always has at least one female comedian in the show. He always has a person of color in the show as well too, and a black artists as well and so it just was phenomenal rick had me cracking up he was the one that started out the show he came all the way to ventura and then jetted to la for a show at the laugh factory last night so we were so thankful to have him he was really funny i like some of the stories that he was telling tori she looks so unique she has like big beautiful red hair she's jewish and she's has to be like under 30 like she's really young but she's so funny and does different voices and imitates her loved ones and then Jason Collins he was the headliner and he was so funny as soon as he got up on that stage and you know anybody that knows about comedy or shows and anybody that you know this is a black owned radio station but we have all different types of people who listen you know black and brown people when we enjoy something we gonna let you know <laughs> we are very animated we have fun my um my boy Matt Reif told me many years ago, he was like, oh, he goes, I love how much fun y'all have during my shows. He's like, you be having energy, you be having a good time, you enjoy. He's like, I want that. He goes, sometimes white folks be so stuffy. He's like, I want, and it's funny, he be talking like he's not white. But he's like, <laughs> and so as soon as the Jason got on stage and he was, I was cracking up already because he was like, he's like, you notice when black people and especially black women get really excited, their voices get high. And I was like, he ain't lying. He goes, I know I ain't lying. And then, and then he was like, what's your name? I was like, Sade. And he goes, and you notice how they say their names like you should know. And then he asked my mom what her name was. She said, Carol. He goes, Carol Vanilla. And it just was such a fun time. And I encourage you all to check out Let Loose Comedy and Max Meals. It was incredible. And shout out to The Grape. Oh, and then at the end, 
because they have a pianist that plays and brings the artists up and because you know it's a it's a jazzy type restaurant slash venue and so he was playing at the beginning and he and I love singing together so at the end he was playing Georgia you know the beautiful song Mm. by Ray Charles yes and so as he was playing that I just was having fun off to the side singing with him and then the owner of the grape was like get up there on stage and so literally at the end of the night after the show was over I got up and started improvisational singing Georgia on my mind but also adding in my own lyrics to promote the comedy show and the event so it was like free ads and the venue and it was so fun so I'm going to be posting that video and you'll see it but it's just such a great night I shared with everyone the importance of supporting comedy and how they bring so much joy and laughter to us and it's one of the best gifts We're going to get into our final segment. This is It's All Good. This is where we share a good news story that is happening. We all need more good news, positivity, and optimism. We are often only hearing about the negative and bad things happening, but there are also great things happening too. There are good things to celebrate. And so, (laughs) and you if you go to goodnewsnetwork.org, you can sign up and get a free, it's for free, and you can sign up and get good news stories sent to your email every day. And so this title that I found is phenomenal. This is literally from two days ago april 25th and it says mom wins lottery with tickets she bought celebrating daughter's victory over cancer and it said this is from the goodnewsnetwork.org after shelling out her life savings to pay for her daughter's breast cancer treatment a florida grandmother got a nod from the universe or god as i like to say buying the last available scratch off from her preferred lottery game at the store she landed a two million dollar jackpot Jeldereen Gimblet, Gimblet of Lakeland was celebrating. Y'all know that's a black woman too, so we ain't gonna try to act like Ger- Geraldine Gimblet. I love it. Of Lakeland was celebrating the moment that her daughter Laurentia Jackson rang a bell at the local hospital, signifying she had finished her breast cancer treatment. A longtime lottery player, Gimblet, seventy-four, spent ten dollars on the last scratch-off card at the store, and it happened to be a winner. I just didn't know. Gimblet told. Good Good morning America regarding her reaction I was like are you sure would you check this on your phone and I won daughter Jackson who acclaimed who accompanied Gimblet to the Tallahassee lottery offices to accept a lump sum of 1.6 million dollars described it as a blessing Gimblet didn't hesitate to finance the cancer treatment saying she just did what I had to do with Jackson adding that she would just have to keep loving her as a means to try and repay the kindness oh my goodness I love that story that is so beautiful Wow. There's good news, everyone. Be reminded. We want to thank you for tuning in to episode 16 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. (laughs) Thank you to our very special guest, Keith Ellis, (laughs) coming all the way from Arizona for his show in L.A. But he still came and stopped by and stopped us first. No, he's not, (laughs) y'all. Not with his 50 million jobs (laughs) and being a professional stand-up and comedian and model actor, all those things. Please follow him on IG at Keith Ellis. Ellis comedy spelled exactly how it sounds. K E I T H E L L I S comedy. Facebook Keith Ellis comedy. Twitter Keith Ellis funny and website Keith Ellis You can also book him there as well. I love to use my platform energy gifts and talents to make a positive impact in my community and around the world. My upcoming live and virtual schedule is always posted on my social media stories. You can book me there or via email. We'll go back to our regular schedule next week. Join us next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on 99.3 FM for a brand new episode with stand-up comedian Body 
stand-up comedian Bobby Hall. I'm Shadi Champagne, and thanks for listening to my new radio show. Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine. Welcome to my brand new show. A new kind of comedy. Champagne.